Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back winning days on the podcast. Not a great night, but it was a profitable night. I'll take it and I'll run to the bank. So let's recap the card real quick. In the NFL, we played the Eagles and the Texans under 23 in the first half. And that was a bad idea. Yes, the Texans scored 14 points in the first half. I didn't see that one coming. So needless to say, we lose the ticket. Then we did win on our prop bet in the game. We played Damian Pierce, the running back for Houston, over the 64 and a half yards rushing, and he doubles up the number. He cashes in the first half for us, so we hit the prop bet. So it's okay in the NFL. Then in Major League Baseball, it was a sweat fest. I was on pins and needles for hours and hours and hours. Well, when we play the under one and a half with the Phillies, with Justin Verlander on the mound, and he gives up a leadoff homer, that's what happens. You have to sweat everything out the rest of the game. But he dances out of trouble in the second, dances out of trouble in the third. I thought Dusty may hook him in the fourth, but he didn't. He stayed the course, and Verlander cashes the ticket for us. My, oh, my, did that feel good. Then for the game, we had the Astros, of course, on the money line. And in the eighth inning, I thought it was slipping away. But they get out of the jam and they get the win in Philadelphia. So we cashed that ticket. And we needed to cash both tickets in baseball because it was a tough night in college football. We lose on App State. They never had a chance against Coastal Carolina. They dug a hole early, never got back in it. Then UTEP, we had them plus the three and a half. I felt really good. It's tied at 30, less than 30 seconds to go. And you know what? My big mistake here is I have failed to properly handicap the aggressiveness of college football coaches in the state of Texas. TCU did me in last week with that 29-yard pass with less than 30 seconds to go up three. This time around, it's Rice. Less than 30 seconds to go. They're well within field goal range at the 23 with a good kicker. They're on second down. Just run the ball, set up the field goal. You win 33-30. I like you. You're happy. I'm happy. We're all happy. Instead, you throw a 23-yard touchdown pass and you beat me, and now you're my second least favorite team in the state of Texas. Yes, I lost that bet on UTEP plus the three and a half, and I'm not happy about it. But you guys earned your money on Twitter last night. I gave you one winning option of four, and you picked the winner. So thanks for having my back. Without you, we would have had a losing day. You picked Damian Pierce to go over the 64 and a half yards rushing. He got it home and we have the winning day. We make $22.59. And now before we move on to the next, I just want to do a quick shout out here to John Michael KP for the five-star review on Apple. Glad you enjoyed the wife stories. And I got one for you today. My daughter saved me. She sent me the text and said, hey, Make sure you compliment mom's hair. Yeah, she spends a unit and a half like every eight weeks to fix her roots. I never notice. But because of my daughter, I noticed and I wasn't in the doghouse today. So thank you to my daughter and thank you, John Michael KP, for the five-star review once again on Apple and for listening to the podcast. So now let's get to the card for Friday. It's a college football card, three games, and I'm going to play all three. We start with UMass at UConn. We're going to play the first half under 21. So UMass is giving up 30.9 points per game. UConn is giving up 26.2 points per game. On the flip side, both teams are averaging under 300 yards per game of total offense. UMass is averaging just 12.1 points per game, 
and UConn is scoring 17.6 points per game. So bad defenses, but bad offenses. UConn is coming off a 13-3 win over Boston College, a low-scoring game, and oh, by the way, their first ever win over Boston College in football, so that maybe creates a little bit of a letdown opportunity here. UMass is coming off a hard-fought 23-13 loss at home to New Mexico State. That was another low-scoring game. UMass won this battle last year, 27-13. UConn is actually favored by over two touchdowns in this one. We haven't seen that very many times over the last few years. But the injury status and availability for several key UConn players on offense is still up in the air. I don't expect all of them to go. So I'm fine backing the under 21 in the first half between UMass and UConn. Next up, we head to the ACC. It is Boston College and Duke, and we're going to play the Eagles plus the nine and a half at home against the Blue Devils. So Boston College is two and six, losers of three straight, and five of those losses have been by double digits. The quarterback is questionable, but if you go to the fan forms, they want the backup to begin with, so I'm not sure how to handicap that part. Boston College is a bottom two team in most statistical categories, including points scored and points allowed this season. The only positive that I can find in the resume, they upset Louisville this year. Meanwhile, Duke has far exceeded expectations this season. They're five and three, not only upset, but crushed Miami 45 to 21 the last time out on the road. So a potential letdown spot for the Blue Devils, but they're coming off a bye. This is likely the last game that Boston College will have any shot to win this season. It's a gut feeling that Boston College keeps it interesting with all the eyes of college football on them Friday night. So I'm going to take the Eagles of BC plus the nine and a half over Duke. Then the final game of the card is in the Pac-12. It is Washington minus the four and a half over Oregon State. So I tend to like playing unranked home favorites against a ranked opponent, especially when by favored by more than a field goal. Both teams are six and two on the season, but Oregon State is ranked 23rd in the country, winners of three straight. Meanwhile, Washington has won two straight, but they also have that head-scratching loss to Arizona State on their resume. Neither team has beat anyone in the conference with more than one win. Yes, the Pac-12 is a story of the haves and the have-nots, and these two are right in the middle. So the jury's still out on both clubs. Washington, though, I like that offense. They're averaging over 40 points per game and over 500 yards, by the way. Meanwhile, Oregon State, they can score as well. They're averaging 32 points per game. The Beavers do have the better defense so far this season, giving up just under 23 points per game. Oregon State has a strong rushing attack, but Washington does have the second best rush D in the conference, giving up 110 yards per game. Plus, their D is also good at pressuring the quarterback in throwing situations anyway, ranking 14th in the nation with 25 sacks in the season. Weather might be a factor since rain wind could really hurt my Washington passing attack. But the latest forecast said the decreased odds of rain are there. So Washington State won 27-24 last year. I think the Huskies get revenge this time around. And I like that former Indiana quarterback to have a big game for the Huskies. I'm taking the on-ranked home favorite over the ranked opponent. Huskies minus the four and a half is the play. So let's recap your card for Friday. It is UMass and UConn under the 21 of the first half. We're on Boston College, plus the nine and a half against Duke. And we're on the Huskies of Washington, 
minus the four and a half over Oregon State. So that's your card for Friday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.